0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the fifth episode of the Ruff Ruff Raw podcast. My name is Matilda, and I'm here with Becky, the owner of Ruff Ruff Raw. Today, we're going to cover a topic that we've seen a lot of questions on the past few weeks, which is natural flea and tick prevention. So let's dive in.
1: Yep, it is that time of year for fleas and ticks. And recently, I've been hearing about the FDA getting involved finally.
0: So why would the FDA be getting involved? Well,
1: according to Dogs Naturally magazine, the FDA has finally come out and said that flea and tick medications are causing neurologic issues in pets. The symptoms most often reported include muscle tremors, ataxia, and seizures.
0: Okay, that's that's really big. So what does ataxia mean? And is there other stuff going Mm -hmm. on?
1: So ataxia is a degenerative neurologic disease. It kind of looks like your pet might be drunk, stumbling, wobbly, uncoordinated. Um, There's some other side effects. It could be vomiting, diarrhea, loss of appetite, skin irritation, and lethargy.
0: So... Is this for all flea and tick products or are there just certain products that they're, they're warning about? Uh,
1: well, in this article, they were specifically uh, warning about uh, these brands, Brevecto, Nexgard, Semperica, and Credelio. And they contain a chemical called isoxylene. And if you Google dogs, naturally magazine, on fleas and ticks and the FDA warning. There's a really good informative article that explains how the uh, chemical gets into the body of your pet, gets into the bloodstream and um, can poison the ticks and fleas, but it's also poisoning your pet as well. So it's a really good article. I would would recommend you go see it.
0: So what types of repellents are
1: well, the ones they're talking about specifically are the oral chewables. And um they last like three months or so, one to three months. Um, but the drops in the collars are also really poisonous too. And uh there's been pets that have had um severe skin reactions on their neck from those collars. And also when you're putting that drop the drops into onto your um pet's uh fur. It's also getting into their skin and it's also soaking up and getting,
0: um, causing neurologic problems as well. So I know nobody wants fleas and ticks (laughs) on a pet (laughs) or in a house. So if we're not going to use the chemicals, like what, what's the best way to go about this? Because we don't, I don't want fleas and ticks on my dogs or cats, but I don't know you know what I mean? What do we mm-hmm. want to do here if we don't want to use chemicals <laughs> for it? Is there a good way to solve for well, that? Well,
1: first of all, um, first, just to even determine if you really have that problem. I rarely use anything for fleas and ticks on my pets. Um, we even go walking out in state land where it's fields and trees and the dogs are romping through all of that. Um, I sometimes will use an essential oil blend called Away by Animal EO, and I mix that with water. I dilute it, and make it a spray. Uh, but my dogs barely get any ticks, if ever. My actually, my husband gets more ticks than they do. <laughs> Your dad.
0: <laughs> That's why I got him those those tick socks. Those, <laughs> those socks that go up his legs. Yeah.
1: Success. So before we get into the car, I have to look at his legs. And I have to look at the dog's legs, and and more often than not, he has a tick before they will have a tick. <laughs> so anyway, but first of all, just see if you even have that problem. Um, if if your dog is inside most of the time, or your or your cat like you, your cats never go outside, or barely. When are they going to come in contact with fleas and ticks? You're not bringing them in the house. <laughs> unless you're my husband, I guess. But, um, uh, you know, so see if you first have that problem. Don't just automatically give them a flea and tick preventative when they don't even need it. That's the first thing. So 90% of the problem is outside. It's not inside. Um, So you just want to make sure that you even need it to start with.
0: So, I know you said use an essential oil blend. I know that we want to be careful with certain essential oils
1: Mm -hmm. around animals.
0: Is this one that's safe for
1: them? Well, Animal EO makes oils specifically for animals. And it's made by a veterinarian who has studied the essential oils for humans and has learned how to make them for pets. So, yeah. So that that brand um, is called Animal EO. And um I know the veterinarian also used to work for Young Living as well, but there are some other sprays you can make for yourself if you don't if you feel uncomfortable with the essential oils. Um, You could make and you can use these
0: on people too.
1: Oh yeah, I use these myself. I use them on myself too. Um, You could take uh, make a solution of half of raw apple cider vinegar and half of water, and then just put that in a spray bottle, or. You can make like a lemon a lemon solution. So uh, cut up a lemon, pour bol- boiling water over it, let it soak overnight, and then the next day pour it into a spray bottle. But anytime you use any, any of these sprays, just be careful not to get it into their eyes or if they have an open cut or wound, it might sting. And so they might not um, appreciate that either.
0: So I know that sometimes with like myself if I want to use an oil or a blend. because I put it in like a hmm
1: mm-hmm. Well, coconut right. oil coconut oil in is itself that... is a repellent for fleas and ticks. And so is neem oil. So you could just rub a little bit of that on there for, you know, not too much. You don't want it to be all greasy. But you could do that as a preventative. Um and if you're especially if your pet doesn't like to be sprayed, you can um you could even use a comb and dip it into one of the um, liquid solutions I just mentioned and comb it on. But of course, you wouldn't use that for a big a big dog. But um, the coconut oil you can rub on your hands, put a little bit onto their fur and on, on their underside, and then or meme oil. Those are also good. Another thing that I just recently learned about was called um, nematodes or beneficial parasites.
0: Do I have to put those on the dog or the cat? No.
1: (laughs) So beneficial parasites, what people do is they order these parasites from um, the website. I I went online and I saw some. And they're they're parasites that you actually let go into your yard. And they're tiny worms. And you have to pick the correct parasite for the... um, the bug you want to get rid of so like to get rid of fleas or ticks and you release these parasites into your soil into your dirt and on your grass and everything and they will eat or kill the fleas or the ticks or the bug that you pick the correct insect or uh, parasite for and
0: are these harmful to like the current plants or things that we have in the garden
1: no but you know um They are, the University of Florida is still conducting some research on this. Um, I guess people have been doing this for a long time. You know, I always am uh, curious about introducing another uh, being into an ecosystem. So I do worry about that. I wonder about it. But I guess this is a, a, a way that people have been preventing all kinds of other. Pests for years is to introduce a different pest. Like um, I know one of our friends, um, she introduces um, what are those insects? They're um, praying mantises because I because they huh. eat other bugs. So I don't know if they eat fleas and ticks, but I know they get they order baby praying mantis eggs and release them in their yard every year. I don't know why. It <laughs> I know reminds she just likes me of them.
0: how you have. Like good bacteria in your gut and you're using good bacteria to solve for killing the bad bacteria. It's kind of the same Mm -hmm. thing.
1: Yeah, all these little tiny wars going on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So I think we've got some good examples of how we can make natural remedies. But so what if the worst happens and we bring fleas into the house and we've got animals with fleas? Are -hmm. there natural ways to go about them?
1: mm mm-hmm. well uh one thing uh you can do is uh you um use a food grade diametaceous earth and um it's a powder it's really fine and you can um sprinkle it onto your pet and rub it into their fur uh that actually gets into the pores of the fleas and the ticks and actually almost um suffocates and kind of kill it kills them with this, but it's so um tiny that uh, you just don't want your pets to breathe it in too much really but it kills the fleas and ticks and other other bugs i actually use it in the bottom of my um i used to use it in the bottom of my chicken coop to help keep uh, bugs from living in there mm-hmm. or you know i just sprinkle it in with their sawdust or even in my other um small animal cages it's not harmful to us
0: didn't we use it at the barn too out with the horse. Um, not
1: too much. It's it's you know, it's too expensive to use that. Yeah, but you can use some. But you know, diatomaceous Earth is it's not that it's expensive, but um it is a powder that um can last a long time if you're just using it for our smaller pets. And um like I use it in a hedgehog cage to just help keep any, you know, flies and larvae from landing and growing in there you know, in between cleaning. Mm-hmm. But um so it's not harm. You want to get food grade for sure. And I do sell that at Rough Rough Raw. but um, it's not harmful to us. You can actually, uh, our pets can actually eat it and it, to help uh, take care of internal parasites as well, if you ever wanted to do that. But um, another idea would be um, is to actually really lather them up with coconut oil and have that soak on them for eight hours and then give them a bath or just rinse it off. If it, you know, if you can get that off after that will also kill fleas and ticks. And then um, the last remedy I just learned about was to make a dip um, with fresh rosemary. So you take about two cups of fresh rosemary and pour boiling water over it, let it soak until it's cool and then uh, take the rosemary out add um, up up to a gallon of warm water, and then pour it over your dog, you know, probably in the bathtub or outside, and then let it let the dog air dry. And that will also um, kill the um, fleas and ticks.
0: Okay, so you'll have to try all that out before you buy <laughs> a chemical to put on your dog.
1: Right, right. Well, you know, it's, it's so scary. We're We're putting all these products into our our dogs. And even us using um, DEET, you know, they're finding that that's really um, bad for us. And, you know, there are Mm -hmm. some cases where, you know, maybe you might have to use something a little bit stronger once in a while. I mean, I do use the Away 99% of the time, but if I'm in an area where it's hugely infested with mosquitoes, let's say, you know, then you do pull out the little bit stronger things. But um, one thing also that I've heard was as long as your um, pet is healthy they're less likely to get fleas and ticks i found that really interesting if they're on a good diet and they're healthy then the the fleas and ticks don't seem to bother them i thought that was really an interesting thing not to say that they can't be bitten by them but they don't stay i
0: i noticed that you also carry a flea and tick shampoo and herbal drops in the store Mm -hmm. can you explain what those are and when we would use Mm -hmm. those versus the natural remedies that you're suggesting?
1: Well, these actually, I would, I was trying to stay away from too much things that you buy, but yeah, you're right. I do sell. um, One is a, an herbal drop that um, you put into their uh, food and it has, Mm -hmm. it's just like the, um, the apple cider vinegar. You could also give them some apple cider vinegar and water to drink but you also want to give them fresh water on the side in case they don't like the regular water. But, um, yeah, the, um, the internal drops, they, they have different herbs in them that are just, um, kind of natural flea and tick, uh, repellents, so to say.
0: And so they ingest those. They drops. eat it. And then
1: I also have a, a daily powder as well. And I, and as a matter of fact, I'm trying it out right now just to see if it will make a difference for Zoe. Um, Zoe doesn't. She doesn't really get fleas on her, but according to her allergy results, she's allergic to flea bites. So I've never really noticed that she has flea bites. But I thought, you know, I have this product. I thought I would try it to see if it helps decrease some of her itching because she has. You'll have to she test has, it all. Yeah, on, she.
0: <laughs> on Dad and his legs.
1: Cece has uh, seasonal allergies so she has so many things that can contribute so I'm just trying to do everything I can to keep her from scratching so much but yeah speaking of dad he's taking um, human vinegar pills I guess you would say every day and I said oh hopefully this will help keep the ticks off of him as well. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. We'll update you.
0: Before we hop off, do you have any last final tips for fleas or ticks? Or do you want to really quick explain how to remove a tick if you find it on your pet? I know you have to do it Mm -hmm. carefully and you want to make sure you remove the whole tick.
1: Yeah. So um, there's lots of tools out there that can help you. Um, take the tick off. So you could get one of those little tools. I seem to mm-hmm. be really good at it. I don't know why probably because I had maybe you know, I've had practice but if you um, almost put the tick's body flat against the leg, let's say, and pull it straight down, then the head will come out with it. But if you pull up the tick's body away from Let's say your leg and it's it's perpendicular. Mm-hmm. Then the head uh, snaps off and it stays in. Sometimes, so you yep. gotta pull it. And then it you want to kill the too. You definitely want to kill it, and you can't just um, sometimes just stepping on it doesn't kill it. So um, you do because they will they'll they'll surprise you, and you'll be like, I thought I got rid of it, and there it is again.
0: So yeah, they they're, so they're tricky we... to. Check for fleas too. I know that you'll want a vet mm-hmm. to do that, but you well, can you take can check with a comb. Through. Yeah, yeah you can comb through, mm-hmm. put it on some paper towel, right, and then you mm-hmm. kind of wet the paper towel. Yeah, and if you see the remnants or the blood, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. can see that there are fleas.
1: Mm-hmm. Right, and you know the first thing is you notice them scratching a lot, and so you know you're like okay, and then of course you have to make sure all your pillows and bedding and everything that they lay on get cleaned. Or you can put them in um, kind of like with lice, you know, put them in mm-hmm. quarantine, <laughs> put all your bedding in quarantine that they lay on. Or, you know, even sometimes washing them and, you know, putting the diametaceous earth on them, things like that to help yeah. prevent the fleas. But, you know, you can't right.
0: Prevention's key. Go back Prevention to the beginning of the episode. And listen to how we told you how to prevent all of this. Right. And
1: once again, you know, don't do, go crazy with these products just because um, your vet is like, okay, you need to do this uh, flea prevention program. You need to do this heartworm, you know, you have to do this collar, you have to mm-hmm. do that, you know, just because you go to the vet and they tell you to use it, the flea prevention and the tick prevention doesn't mean you have to um, you can say, oh, I'll look into it, or um, I already have some at home, or whatever you want to mm-hmm. say, if you want to not that argue with them. especially
0: for, like, my <clears throat> indoor cats. I don't have any other animals, so it's not like my dogs are going outside and coming back right. in. These cats right. are just strictly inside. They're not exposed to anything that goes outside besides mm-hmm. us, so mm-hmm. we don't do anything for them. They don't need it.
1: Right, right, and, um, you know, even uh, my daughter's, uh, her dog, he... He really doesn't go outside. I mean, he goes out several times during the day, but he goes out on a leash because he, has a, he lives in a condo. And they just go mostly in sidewalk areas, cemented areas. But there are, you know, he does have a little bit of grass he goes on, but it doesn't seem to have any flea problems there. So in that case, too, you know, wait and see first. If, if you don't think your area has fleas, maybe wait and see. I don't think my backyard has any. You know, and my dogs are in my backyard mm-hmm. all the time or in my front yard too. Now I do get concerned when we go, like I said, when we go out on these um walks through nature, um, I worry about it then a little bit, so I spray the away on them. But like I said, uh, it's rare if they even get anything on them. So mm-hmm.
0: cool. Right. Well it sounds like there's a lot of different natural ways to prevent fleas and ticks, and then there's mm-hmm. natural a couple ways to mm-hmm. To get rid of them which i haven't heard a ton of how to get rid of mm-hmm. jump right to the chemicals but it's always good to try yeah. try try first. the natural first and then first. you can always escalate yeah if, if it
1: right if it if it really becomes a problem then you might decide and you know what um, with those products if you had to really use them one time would kill everything if you really had to do it don't you know don't overuse them even though they might say use you know wash them three times with this flea shampoo you know um Mm -hmm. don't overdo it either if you really get to that point try to minimal is best
0: totally so that's everything that we have today on fleas and ticks if anybody has any questions you can reach out to us on facebook instagram you can send us an email we're always here and we're always listening Thanks for listening to the latest episode of the Ruff Ruff Raw podcast. Make sure to subscribe to this podcast series wherever you're listening from. You can also head to Facebook and Instagram and like us there. And if you want updates of our blog, newsletter, deals, promotions, anything on on our events, head to our website, ruffruffraw.com and subscribe to our newsletter. Thanks for listening.